Hello fellow Losters, today we have Megha from Bangalore and she's a dental surgeon, yes, by profession and so it's very interesting to note that she's also writing. So let's welcome um, Megha for our LOL season 2. Uh, over to Danya for a formal introduction. <clears throat> Hotel Nega is a dental surgeon by profession and loves to work around words. She's been writing short stories and poetry in English for a while. Uh, she has completed her education in Bangalore and presently lives in Raipur with her lovely family. She's friendly, loves talking to people and an animal lover and a traveler. Buy two coffees and the other sales grouped in Bangalore is a collection of short stories that she self-published. It is largely based on her life as a child in Bangalore. We're very happy to have you here, Mega. Uh, you Thank are you. It's okay. intro itself is a little too, you know, uh, unusual <laughs> because because a surgeon uh, who's like uh, oh, I, I'm so not sure you. if I can call it turned into an author because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I you're mean. still continuing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, and and it's so interesting that she has self-published, and so I want yeah. to begin my the session with that question what made you think uh, you should self-publish didn't you wait for uh, you know um, <laughs> publishers to take up your manuscripts did you pitch and all that can you start with that yeah sure okay uh, what happened was i had uh, written another book earlier okay it was a kind of uh, it was a fiction based on political situation in chhattisgarh the tribal background and things like that so I had pitched it to many publishers okay, during the lockdown phase, of course. And I did hear from a few of them, but then they quoted really, you know, large amounts. Oh, which, yeah. So at that time, I thought it was not a wise decision because we were under lockdown. Okay. And uh, investing into something, a first book during a lockdown, we don't know if the book will sell. I don't know if I'll get returns or even... A copy of it might go off the shelf. I mean, with so much of uncertainty, I kind of put that project to a halt. And this I self-published just on an experimental basis, you know, because everybody said, why don't you give it a try? Uh, so you just take a chance with this. So that's how I went about uh, So you did both the print and the Kindle version of this book? Yes, yes, I have done both. Okay, okay. So, so since you took Chhattisgarh and the tribe and all, uh, but then I would be very interested. And now, um, so what is that a fiction, that book? Yeah, the other book, yes, that was also is a fiction. fiction? Oh. Yeah, that is a fiction. Oh. And yeah, uh, this, of course, is... So I thank you. Whether you, I will, will, whether you will um, make me a bitter reader. Anyway. Uh, Definitely, so, uh, I, would, I would. That's very interesting. But um, you said they asked for investing, right? The yes. Okay. Yes. Didn't you think of a traditional publishing? Did you approach any literary agent? No, I didn't actually because uh, first of all, I didn't have an idea about how to go about it. Okay. Because we were all at home and uh, I didn't know what to do and you know I did mail a couple of them and I didn't uh, hear from them again. So obviously, maybe they're not uh, happy with the pitch. And uh, I did hear from one publisher, but they said it's going to take six, seven months. It takes. You know? Yeah, it's going to take a long time. And 
you know then we just went about uh, talking about it and somehow at that moment i was i didn't have that kind of patience with buy to coffee actually <laughs> there was so much pressure from the family and friends that they wanted to read it oh uh, and it's a very yeah it was a very small book actually it's just uh, 10 short stories mm-hmm. the one which i've self published mm-hmm. so i thought okay let me you know i'm not going to wait for so many months to have a tiny <laughs> book published so <laughs> yeah. so uh, the, the this one is a novel full novel yeah that's a novel i've uh, just Nobody put it on hold that. for the moment uh, that is about 40000 words uh, 50000 words so 50000 oh okay it's a normal size yeah. not acceptable yeah. almost a novel and then um, i was going to ask you what what genre is it uh, as in you say it's a fiction um, yeah satyaskar uh, tribal and all so how have you composed it as a science fiction or sociopolitical okay uh, that is a fiction based on the political conditions in chatisgarh you know, how development has affected uh, the tribes and the displacement yeah, and things like that but then it has a very uh, humane uh, face to it because it is based on a family so i'm just waiting for the right time to bring that book out meanwhile i thought buy to coffee was a very uh, light hearted book and people would like to read it so i went ahead with that first <laughs> mm. okay. so you said like uh, when you were trying to pitch uh, the other book yeah. they were asking mm. for a lot of investment yeah but and so you decided to self publish yes what is the difference in between you know investing in your book and self publishing your book have you like this uh published it on kindle and just printed it out yourself and you're uh, promoting it is that what you mean by that uh see uh, when i approached a traditional publisher i mean a vanity publishing mm-hmm. it was a one time investment uh, ranging from uh, you know thousands to a lakh and more okay uh self publishing i published on of course on kindle it's free of cost and okay. i published the paperback through notion press okay the portal so uh, with that they just uh, charge a percentage of the sale of every copy sold yeah yeah oh. so if i don't sell anything i don't have to pay yeah so print on demand oh, yes yeah print on demand so yes. it's safer it's a safe option yes, yes. that is a safe option yes. both both yeah. options were self publishing but you just took the option of print like uh, print on demand option on the in the yes. self publishing itself yes okay. yes when was that published uh, in nega Uh, buy to coffee uh, november october last week in november yeah 2021 how how has it been doing uh, it's been really good uh, we sold about uh, initial sales were like 200 300 copies <laughs> most of them bought uh, you know friends and family because and people were interested to know about bangalore it's basically based on bangalore mm. of uh, the early 90s you know 80s and 90s So uh, there was a curiosity factor, you know, mm-hmm. like what Bangalore was like back mm-hmm. then, and some stories with uh, local. I've used a lot of the local language, Kannada, mm-hmm. in it, uh, words. So people were a little curious, uh, especially the city where I live. There was a lot of curiosity mm-hmm. about Bangalore at that time. So yeah, I'm happy with the response. <laughs> I'm quite oh, happy. That's good. Reviews. What about the reviews of your book? Uh, reviews have been quite good. Uh, I think around uh, 56 to 57 people have reviewed it on Amazon. Uh, have a decent number of uh, reviews on Goodreads as well. And uh, I keep getting positive feedback on social media, uh, on Instagram. 
ഹെമിംഗ്വേ Which I used on the laptop and then used to edit it, you know, all these active passive voices and some redundant words need to be removed and basic editing. How did they differ, Grammarly and Hemingway? I used the free version of both mm-hmm. and I just copy-pasted my text into the space allotted and gives you the prompts. Uh, If you're asking what is the difference between like how difference. different, yeah. Yeah, Grammarly basically is... Uh, I found Hemingway easier because it kind of uh, highlights the various uh, you know uh, various ways in which you can edit mm-hmm. grammarly is basic grammar mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. active passive voices and the punctuations mm-hmm. but hemingway it kind of gave me you know uh, prompts as to how it can be changed as well mm-hmm. different color codings for different uh, aspects and uh, it was very interesting use it i mean even the free version is quite gives you quite a lot of uh, tools come across this issue in such yeah. software especially in grammarly i heard mm. so um, strictly against <laughs> passive isn't it yes 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 very much well. but i just how did you handle it ignore did you ignore no, it or yes yes i just ignored it you hating ignore all the time it's not possible all I the time know. ഫ്രോസ്റ്റ്രേറ്റിംഗ് <laughs> Yeah. Uh, with all the things happening around and everybody was in their own uh, so i thought uh, it's very it's written in very simple language so i just uh, did a basic editing uh, some syntax errors and grammar and some people uh, pointed out a few friends i can't call them beta readers of course they just uh, you know read and pointed out that this could be changed a bit and basic editing and that's it i've done it on my own so uh, the research part for the like i'm sure for the the for the short story collection the research part might not have taken much time because it is your story right it's your yeah. experience yeah. so yes. research may be like you must have just uh, you know gone back on in your memory lane and just taken notes that that would have been the maximum research yeah for the novel yes so even uh, for the short stories like uh, there is a, a story on lal bag actually a garden in bangalore very popular botanical yeah. garden so uh, i just needed to you know do a little research about uh, who got it made the glass house and things uh, like that factual you know i needed it to be accurate uh, you know i just can't write something so uh, i had forgotten those minor things i have written yeah. about lalbag also in this place oh <laughs> it's somehow a very uh, it has a very you know important part in every bangalorean's life 
Every child must have visited it. Yes. <laughs> anyone yeah. from South India would have visited Bangalore yeah. and anyone exactly. in Bangalore would have visited Lalbagh for sure. Yeah, and the glass know, house. And, and the Mysore Palace. All of Mysore Palace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I just wanted to do that. And a few localities in Bangalore. I had to cross check mm-hmm. about that. Like Malleshwaram I quoted and uh, you know, I just wanted to be uh, sure that it's right. The route I mentioned. And just small things. Otherwise, that was it. So she was so going why to did ask, you think? Why did you going to ask? <laughs> she was going to ask yeah. about Chhattisgarh. Yeah, how how yeah. about the research? Did you do the research in the depth? Search for the tribal, uh, you know. Yes, yes, yes. I am still doing the research is still on actually, although the first draft is ready. Uh, because, uh, you know, things keep changing. Yes. And uh, when it comes to tribal tales and uh, folklore, it's not documented. Hmm. So today people will give you a version and you talk to somebody else tomorrow, they have a different version. They say, no, 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 that's not right. This is how it was. So then again, there's a conflict. And uh, since I've mentioned a lot about tribal culture and tradition, uh, you know, that was again a problem because there was one group of people saying that, no, this is how it is done. And other group says, this is how it is done. And you can't really, you know, uh, vouch for the authenticity ultimately because we don't know. So that became a problem. And um, also I wanted to be safe, you know, like in, I didn't want to make any uh, political statements, you know, hinting towards any particular group or things like that. So, yeah, exactly. Although it's welcome for publicity, but then we must not get into that. So no, that was a challenge. Is, you know? When it is non-fiction, you hmm. really, really have to take care. But when yes, it is fiction, yes. there is yeah. a, there, there's that uh, room for... Disclaimer. It's, it's friction. Fiction, sorry. Yeah. So so don't, <laughs> don't create any friction with me. <laughs> yeah, it's so picture. That, uh, picture. Yeah, interesting. I just went about that, and uh, yeah, and some places and cities, towns, villages. You know, these things need to be. Uh, I had to check up on that. Okay. Did you did you talk so, to the people? Like, did you talk to the actual? Yes, yes. Right? yes. Yeah. I did talk to them, and uh, like some of them I know personally who have now sent down in the cities and taken up jobs and uh, pursuing different careers. Uh, they do have a good background knowledge of it. So, I, the, like the elders in the community. And, uh, so, yes, I... See, uh, uh, for a short story collection, uh, it's, it's very different for you to contemplate and write it. Because, uh, and, and also because you are from your own you know, life. Hmm. But uh, why did you think that you had to write about that part of your life? Like, what was it about life in Bangalore that was so attractive that you thought, okay, it has to be written about? Okay. I now live in Chhattisgarh. I go to Bangalore once a year. Mm. Okay. Those are typical uh, summer vacation visits <laughs> to mother's place. Okay. <laughs> so that's how it goes. And every time I go, it's heartbreaking to see how the city has changed. In terms of, uh, you know, the greenery, the people, the language, it's becoming more and more cosmopolitan, a metro kind of a look. Uh, back then it was, but to a limited extent, you know. So I think a kind of nostalgia hits you every time. And it was a good childhood, of course, no doubt. It was a beautiful childhood and uh, kids are missing out on that now in Bangalore. Like, uh, you know, the small things like playing on the streets with your friends and the Sunday oil baths at home. Everything has changed. Now people go for weekend, uh, you know, 
trips and things like that. We didn't have that. We just had our friends and family. <laughs> yeah, and we had, and there were some funny incidents in Bangalore during that time, which I wanted to, uh, you know, bring to light. Like uh, this Hindi movie, Stree, Kalana, it's a horror movie. That is based on an incident which happened in Bangalore called Naleba, a witch, a witch was, uh, you know, visiting every home and they used to write on the door, come tomorrow. So apparently the witch used to look at it and say, okay, come tomorrow. And she goes back and comes the next day. So, you know, something small incidents like this, I thought we must uh, document it so that the future generations, you know, they might read and just have a good laugh, something like that. So that's how it came about, actually, the whole thing. Uh, do you also like add in little parts of science too? Because you are based, uh, I mean, you are a surgeon. Is there like a streak of science that comes out in your, like, do you have that niche? No, no, not in this book, not with this book. This was, uh, this book was purely written through the eyes of a five-year-old growing up. It's like a coming of age thing. So the language is that simple. The words are that simple. And there is no thinking, you know, there is no deep thinking at all. It's just like a child. The questions that come up in her mind, that's it. So that was how it was written. So any children, what about any, the next any group of any age group of children also must be enjoyed? Yes, yes, that was the idea. That any the any idea. any reviews from children? Yes, I did get a lot of reviews from uh, you know this ten to twelve year olds uh, saying that it's so beautiful to know the kind of childhood my mother had or my father had, yeah. you know. And uh, many children who couldn't spend time with their, gra with their grandparents for different reasons. I mean, they really uh, had a very uh, warm feeling after reading. You know? uh -huh. It's uh, so much fun to have grandparents to live with them. Something like that. Did you so, uh, try taking I, the book to the book, uh, school library? Library? Yeah, I uh, do have a book club here. So I left a few copies there. And uh, there are some book cafes in uh, Raipur, a couple of them. So... Uh, books were sold from there as well. So I got very good reviews from the younger school age group. libraries, uh, uh, they can have, no? Uh, school libraries, yes, from this session I will. Because schools have just opened now, after the COVID thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so we'll definitely in there. So, uh, I'm going to ask a general question. You are a dental yeah. surgeon. <clears throat> I'm sure you read uh, during your childhood and all. That is all uh, understood. But yeah. did you try writing poetry or prose during your childhood? And when was this, uh, you know, fascination for words, as you put it? Um, when did when did it start? So what are the authors you read? You read during your childhood, and now what? Are, what are the authors? Okay. Okay. Uh, my grandfather was a great reading enthusiast, and he loved writing. So every time he used to take us on holidays. It was mandatory to write at the end of the day an essay. Like you know? school. <laughs> yes. You know, what time did I catch the bus? Where did it stop? Where did I reach? Where did I go sightseeing? So, it, you know, it used to seem like a torture because at that age, <laughs> you know, holiday, yes, but then you have to come home and write about it. So, you know, he used to, and he used to correct very meticulously grammar is not proper, your writing is not good, your sentence formation. <laughs> So this began from when I was in class 5, the earliest I remember, class 4 or 5. So there and vacations were kind of uh, mixed because we had holidays but then we had this assignment as well. <laughs> so that's how it began. But in, uh, then I found that after a couple of holidays which we took, it became a habit. You know, It just came subconsciously. Every time we are sitting in the train, we have a book and a pen ready and noting down all the stations and you know, the timings. 
grow that way and uh, when i was in class 7 i was gifted a diary uh, to write a daily diary entry and since then it has been a permanent thing <laughs> writing every day so uh, that's how i began writing okay lovely so now again even for your for your books you must have like a set schedule right then i think that uh, that ingrained in you that you will have like a set schedule to write ஒரு and we had this uh, hardy boys nancy drew and you know things like that fiction basically do you read now? mysteries and yeah what i do, do you, I what do you read now now i like uh, reading arundhati roy mm-hmm. then uh, i have gone back i'm going a little retro now because somebody suggested to me eric segel and uh, you know richard bach so i am reading a mix actually you know any i mean i'm open to anything anybody says yeah it's a good book you must i do give it a try i read uh, murakami quite a bit of murakami thanks for reading murakami so yeah how did you go about uh, you know promoting your book like did you have uh, yes. you know do it on social media did you just uh, have to go like like you said your uh, reading group how did you promote the book the promotion was only through uh, contacts on instagram not even facebook or any other media i do have a school group on uh, whatsapp you know the typical school group that all of us must be having <laughs> so there are about uh, 50 people there so you know it was kind of a pyramidal thing you know they started uh, oh it's a good book my friend has written it something like that i mean that's how the word spread and instagram i mean i didn't do any ads as such Uh, but it was just you know uh, before the release of the book i started posting clips about bangalore and uh, childhood and things like that so there was a kind of a curiosity factor regarding that and uh, i guess that helped me that really helped me. so uh, most of them were uh, readers were unknown i don't even know who they were and they i got reviews from them on instagram that means my strategy worked somewhere <laughs> i mean so uh, that way yes and uh, i had the reading group and uh, i mean of course i never really asked them to buy it as such but they were interested you know once they knew that it is about a different city and uh, the life there a different kind of a childhood so that was they were interested yeah how long did it take for you to finish the book like from uh, conceptualizing the book to the final draft uh i took about 3 uh, weeks less than yeah 3 weeks because it was short it was short stories and uh, mainly writing from memory something like a diary entry only so that didn't take long where i got stuck up was uh, publishing uh, you know all the editing every time we went through it somebody found an error or uh, you know something small some comma some full stop things like that which we missed uh, that really uh, took a long time Yeah, yeah. 
ഫോക്കസിംഗ്ലിമിനേറ്റ്ലിമിനേറ്റ് initially it ended differently but then i wanted it to end with the same title you know i mean the same uh, reference to that coffee so that part i i did rewrite the last the last chapter so that was the thing what's the significance of the title significance is uh, by to coffee is like cutting chai in mumbai you have oh. by to chai by to ha so by to coffee one by two one by two sharing yeah. <laughs> okay so in bangalore it's like even if you can afford the most expensive coffee there is a thing attached to sharing a coffee with a friend or a loved one so in this girl's life it happened twice at very strategic points uh, so that is the significance of the title okay. very cute mom very nice <laughs> what does yeah. creativity mean to you as in mm, not just in uh, writing mm. but also in your daily life in your profession ഫ്രീലിസ്റ്റ്രക്ചേഴ്സ് minute and very <laughs> tiny structures yes so that has kind of uh, led me to observe people and uh, things very keenly and i think that has added to my creativity so i yes i do try a lot of other things as well painting journaling oh and, uh, yes mm-hmm. scrapbooking uh, i like to watch uh, art movies you know mm-hmm. try to analyze them mm-hmm. so yes i would like to think of myself as a creative person <laughs> even i love art movies and i do try painting <laughs> so um, <laughs> i think it's there in all of us right yeah danya always uses pencil calculators to draw yes so how uh, did your profession um, hinder your uh, writing or 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 how uh, you know even in uh, i'm sure this covid period the lockdown സ്റ്റോറീസ് <laughs> most okay. times you <laughs> <laughs> tell always tell them to open their mouths yeah literally open your mouths they are talking yeah so you tend to you know pick up some uh, funny things or something very interesting most times and kind of stays on in your mind <laughs> if you're a writer then yeah. 
so while writing you can just fit it in somewhere you know you tend to think yeah. of it or probably that person turns into a character because of uh, yeah, various things know, yes. so, yeah so <laughs> i think it has only helped me because i uh-huh. i love talking to people <laughs> and uh, invariably i end up you know that's how i get to know more about them so yeah it is it adds a very interesting touch <laughs> to life <laughs> meeting so many people every day <laughs> So, so uh, is 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 any uh, dental surgeon character forming in you for your future works? <laughs> ah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, I was, was planning to write something, uh, you know, about romance because there's a demand. That's what people are reading. So, <laughs> lot of people. Why don't you try? Why don't you try? I said, okay, let me give it a try. Ah, so maybe so the work in progress is the romance. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it yes. is right. Yes, I yes. Love about <laughs> Okay. So, that's the thing. I mean, I've never tried it earlier, but uh, I mean, nothing wrong in giving it a try. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, your book yeah. is non-fiction. Though it's from your own life, you still must have added, uh, you know, elements of fiction to maybe yes. emphasize a little more or like you know, exaggerate a little emotion a bit yes. better, right? Yes. So, where yes. do you think? Your non-fiction stops and fiction starts, or where do you think fiction stops and non-fiction starts? Uh, I used a bit of fiction only to, you know, get the characters together. That's all. It was only limited to that. Like I wanted to introduce a lot of uh, characters from the family and the, uh, you know, people around me, the friends and the neighborhood. There, I required. to bring in some element of fiction because i could not you know keep porting relationships and it gets too tedious and boring so that's where i had to just bring in and maybe to add a fun element somewhere you know to make it funny some incidents uh, that's it that was where i used most of it fiction otherwise it was largely true incidents most of so uh did you have to like did you face some somewhere like you know you wrote about someone and they knew it was about <laughs> them and they were, they were yeah asking. everybody knew everybody oh, knew okay. and uh, mentioned a cousin <laughs> and mentioned a cousin of mine and he was like you made me you know you turned me into a brat in that was a very dignified guy <laughs> did you really think this about me back at that time i said yes so was i that annoying you know i got and yeah people did you know okay who was this who was this people who knew the group actually the child group they wanted to know who was given what name basically so that was otherwise create a glossary yeah. otherwise most of them knew with the description who was what there So, uh, uh, see, you must have written when uh, when you write short stories about yourself. You will not just focus on the good, happy things. Okay, there will be points yeah. when there were sad, sad, you know, moments. Yes, yes. When you were writing about that and reliving it, how harrowing was the process? Or did you feel that I'm sure that you must have moved on from that now? But still. did it feel cathartic or did it feel like a like a you know a, a burden to live back those memories yeah actually i cried throughout when i wrote that book because it is based largely on my grandparents who brought me up because my parents were busy working and things like that i was very attached to them they are not no longer here with us so yeah i mean the 
challenge with editing was that you know every time i was reading it i was just crying because you miss them you know you miss them very dearly and uh, they are no more and of course even the friends uh, childhood friendships are so different there's so much of innocence and they are very genuine they uh, are very genuine and you know, i mean i think all of us miss our childhood because life was easier <laughs> back then uh, so yes i mean it was very painful at times quite and when i gave it to my mother to read she literally cried because it was her parents about whom the whole uh, thing was based on and uh, yeah i mean many people uh, gave me very uh, you know emotional uh, reactions to it from the family so then i realized that it's okay it's not only me i mean everybody is i mean so when you go back in time yeah. <laughs> so everybody recollects and basically missing childhood i should say i don't think it's been very difficult for everybody Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you had mentioned in your bio that you have also written poetry. Have your poetry been published in an anthology or somewhere else? Like, yeah, have you been publishing that also? Uh, yeah, that was published by one uh, Ukiyo-to publishing house. Mm-hmm. It's based in Malaysia, I guess, but they are publishing in India. Mm-hmm. They had called for some uh, women who wanted to write, you know, as a part of a Women's Day or it was something like that, some event. So that's where I did. Uh, pitch in the poetry it was not an anthology it was an independent uh, publication so yeah it was a, again a short collection uh, this was based on uh, mainly emotions of women based on a woman okay yeah feelings and uh, there is a little bit of love poetry there is something which is a little painful i mean various shades of uh, emotions basically but realism realism yes. yes so i think it's time for us to go on to our next segment Word of W's. Word of W's is nothing but like W questions: what, when, where, all that. So you don't have to be, you know, give elaborate answers. And uh, it's for the listeners if they didn't have the time to listen and sit through the entire session, they could just scroll down here and get the gist. So that is the point of this segment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me go with the first question: What is your next work? And what are you right now working on? Okay, right now I have uh, two things on mind. One is to get that unfinished work of mine published. I plan to pursue that and have it published. Also, writing uh, something about romance fiction. Okay, it will be a novella, just a short. Yeah. So when are these expected? Maybe one of them at least by this year end. One of them, either of them by year. <laughs> would you still be going to the uh, traditional uh, self publishing route or would you be interested in taking the traditional publishing uh, i think for a change this time i will try uh, traditional mm-hmm. i will pitch it to a, a traditional publisher and even if it takes long i'm willing to wait this time because you have another uh, book to work on like tell you why yeah That's yes how you should do Yeah, so I uh, wanted to reach more people, and I realized that maybe traditional publishing will offer me that advantage of a platform, of a platform. So uh, that's what I'm planning. How so, different uh, is uh, writing a novel from writing short stories for you, particularly? Oh yes, it is difficult because uh, I think I'm more of a short story writer. That's what I've realized now, because somewhere I tend to, you know, have that. Uh, what do you say the inclination to end it and begin something new <laughs> i mean i want to leave one part there and then go on to the next 
so i'm facing a problem with that so i have come up uh, with a strategy for that i'm going back in front and date taking inspiration from murakami <laughs> going back in time and present <laughs> that's how i'm uh, you know trying to make up for that shortcoming so where can our readers aspiring authors find your books uh, mega uh, my so, books are available book. yeah it's available on amazon.com uh, and in and on notion press uh, website uh-huh. that's it okay so are you on insta yes i am on instagram as uh, soliloquy and shorts so it's a weird soliloquy and shorts s h o t s yeah it is a kind of a different uh, username mm-hmm. but yeah that is uh, i am on it. how have you used social media for your book promotion uh, mainly visibility as an author not uh, you know uh, yeah marketing the book per se but just trying to uh, you know be more visible to people mm-hmm. and uh, i've just mentioned it in the bio you know that one of my books i have not really made it very obvious that uh, you know i want the this is my book and you know go ahead and read it kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh, basically i was looking for visibility because i was not very active on social media before that <laughs> uh, so i just wanted to connect with more people you know and know what is happening how to go about it i was lost so that way it really helped me and good luck to your romance novel let it be thank you traditional publisher and uh, and uh, what did you uh, do you have anything to tell aspiring authors like tips something and what do you feel about the centered session with us this was a wonderful session initially i was nervous because it's like first time and i didn't know how it's going to be <laughs> because the moment you say debut author and you know it's like you're in a lost world you don't know what's happening because you see so many confident people on social media and you start you know you tend to develop a complex somewhere so it's been amazing and a very friendly chat and uh, i mean it's great it's really been great and i must uh, say it's a very good initiative really because connecting people i think it's uh, very important for any creative mind you know because ultimately we want our work to be seen and appreciated that's the bottom line no matter what you say right so yes. this is why you're really doing a great job <laughs> and it's amazing thank you so much for having yes. me here the uh, end of season 2 will have a all together one so oh. you must you must, you must join us sure and, sure uh, and do you have anything to tell us aspiring authors like any tips or anything yeah yes. i mean yes it might sound cliche but then the trick is to never give up that's what i feel <laughs> because there are times when you really feel low and you tend to compare yourself with others right? <laughs> all of us have done it at some time <laughs> and you have your own self doubt whether you're good enough or are people going to read what is happening with me but i think at some point we must put all that to rest and just move ahead Just keep going. And that's yes. what I think. Yes, and learn to waste. So yeah, learn and continue to learn. You know, continue to learn. It's a continuous process. We must uh, evolve. You know, that that's the only thing. Thank you so much. We hope this episode brought you a little bit closer to your love of literature. Thank you.